0: Is it good to give up? I'm 19, out of college. I can't find a job. What should I do? I think a lot of people are stressed out by unemployment yeah, yeah. and frustrated by such such uh, daily lives. Yeah. But what what can people do to at least keep their minds straight and focused and centered on on living? On what? On living? Living, yeah. This person seems to says he has more or less given up. Should we ever give up? Or what what secrets are there? or What practices are there that that can get us back in a a mode of at least continuing to attempt to live a normal life?
1: Well, if I can give a first little bit of answer here is that um, and I want you want you to understand carefully, and don't 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 take in what I say until you've heard it all. Um, There's something I told a. It's kind of tongue in cheek, so so be very careful with it, and 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 let me explain it afterwards, and then I'll give you a, probably a better answer. So, the tongue in cheek part is that um, the first thing to do is um, to give up. This woman, this this woman from Spain, came to practice with me, and she said she wanted to die. She wants to kill her, wanted to kill herself. She was meditating. She said she wants to kill herself. I said, "Good, good. Kill yourself and then keep meditating." And I was laughing very, very. You know, I was very clear with her that this was. What I was saying, because you know, it, it, as I say, this is why you have to be careful with these things. But with her, it was it was really good, and 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 she she recovered a lot. She was uh, well. She had some some of her own problems. <coughs> so the po- <coughs> the the point <coughs> the point of it is that. Even with meditation, many, 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 many times during meditation, you have to give up. Stop meditating. Stop, stop striving. And then start again. or And then keep going. Throw away all of what you are doing. Throw away all of what you are hoping for, what you are uh, needing, what you are wanting. Throw away your life and start again because the, the, from a point of view of, pra- of why this occurs in practice and why it's important in practice is because practice doesn't exist there is no meditation you're not doing meditation you're not you're not taking on a practice and the problem comes is that you do take on practices. You think it's a trick that you can say pain, 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 and all your pain's going to go away. And you get more and more frustrated when it doesn't work. You have this practice that doesn't work. People, you know, this person who said earlier, breath meditation helps me balance. That could be true, but it could also be true that it's just a trick that you're using. It could be true that you're just covering it all up with this trick that you have to get to a state of calm and peace. In which case it's not going to work and eventually you're just going to get so frustrated that you're just going to want to give up. And that—that that is what you should do. You should give up. Stop. Stop meditating. Stop caring. Stop wanting. Stop striving. Give up everything. And then start again. Start again without all of that baggage. This is the point. Not start again, but do it without all that baggage. So you say you want to give up. I think it can be extrapolated into your life. Give up. All of your life, and start again without all that baggage, without all your expectations, without all your needs. Start again as a person living on the street, and put your life back together, in 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 a way that, um, in in a way that is free from all the baggage. Now, that's just the first little bit of answer because the next part is well suppose you don't have hope suppose all you can expect from from you know it's not that you have expectations is that you have no hope that you are out of out of work out of money in debt and so on you're in a state where that is, is pitiable no that we get into sometimes, and some people get into, some people don't get into, and really interesting to read how, what people have to say about this is um, you know, people who are in it, who who are not in it, have a very hard time being sympathetic or even believing people who are in these states, and yet it can be so devastating and horrible to have to be in such a state. Depends on the person, but. What is the answer well, the Buddhist answer, whether it comforts you or whether it helps you, is to accept and learn from it i mean let's let me take an example that's very close to us here is is Larry, for example, now Larry had to go through several years of of great stress and and turmoil, but None of it was was as I understand was involving being uh, destitute. You, know, you, have, you must have caused money problems. I think you, you mentioned that, but not to the point of of or, or or let's use maybe if it's not using Larry, but someone like this who is in this sort of state and has such horrible even even though they have money, even though they have a home and family and and people who care for them, have to go through horrible states of of physical and even mental suffering. So here's a person, you could say it could even be a person who has a job or or even a person who suppose they, they have an inheritance so they're rich and so they don't really even have to work. A person who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth, suppose this sort of person. But they get sick and they have to go through this horrible suffering. Well, are you really in a worse position than that person? to ask yourself. It's a good question because no, in 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 many cases you're not. You might go hungry for a day, even two days. I've gone hungry. I had a point where I had no money um, and for a few days I really was um, destitute and, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, malnourished. Yes, is the word. It's just a few days. I've never been horribly, horribly destitute. I mean, I am now, but but because of my work and my position and my, you know, my ability to set myself in the right place, there are people who support me and people who always give me food. So I'm not in that. But I have been, and I know what it tastes like. If I don't know the full meal of being being destitute, but I I know how it feels, uh, the, the first onset of it anyway, because it's never lasted very long. <laughs> But, um, you know, the worst it can do is kill you. The worst it can do is make you starve to death or freeze to death or so on. And that sort of thing happens to people who are not destitute. It can happen to anyone at any time. So that's the truth of life. You know, you might be a very rich person who has to suffer, you know, a person who gets cancer and, and, and dies, even a horrible death. Far worse than than, than the death of someone not far worse, but theoretically worse than someone who dies healthy, but malnourished, or, or, or um, no, I guess it would be from some sickness or so on, on the street. Um, so, you take it like that, and you see that, well, it's, it's something that can be dealt with. It's not unlike many other conditions of human existence and all of which are very 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 much the reason or a very 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 important reason for the buddha teaching as teaching what he taught and for the practice a very, very important reason for taking up the practice of what the buddha taught because these rea- these states may become reality for us at any time we or or any number of states probably will come to us states of loss states of um, inability to obtain the things that we want and so on could come to us at any time and do come to us and cause great suffering you know people who are really well off but then they fall in love and, and it's unrequited you know end up killing themselves just for that so and and Experience horrible suffering, they can experience thousands of times worse suffering than a person who's living in poverty who has who has come to accept and 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 be comfortable with it or not comfortable but be at peace with it. A person who is rich but has some silly infatuation that is unrequited or loses their job or is embarrassed or so on and so on and so on. The reasons why we suffer have very little to do, have much less anyway, to do with our external situation than they do with our internal reactions to the situation. I should write that down. <laughs> um, so vain, no. I gotta remember these things, because then I can make it, I can write it to people and so on. Um, so, you're really not in a bad way externally. You're in more of a bad way, it sounds like, internally. Go for it, Larry.
0: If I might interject something. I know at the age of 18 or 19, less than 20 years old, I understand that you can become perplexed, you become overwrought with situations. You may feel that there's a, a dire need to take another direction and being unable to do so but at my age looking back those many decades ago at age 18 or 19 you're in your as they say your prime of life life is just beginning for you in my estimation it's not a time to to lay down the gauntlet it's not a time to quit it's not a time to feel defeated because you're not defeated you, you're, you're, just, you're just on the, 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 the very cutting edge of starting a life. So my advice, if you could call it advice, or my outlook on that is don't give up. Stay in there and fight for it. And um, I think, you know, I think that things will turn around. If you persevere, that things will get better. I mean, it's it's just inevitable that it will. Um, I think I've always heard. Uh, I think coaches used to say it's always easier to give up than it is to keep fighting. Mm-hmm. So you know, you've got to keep fighting the fight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, nineteen is um, is certainly that. I. I was thinking I I, I I had this kind of irrational desire to write a chronicle of my teenage years. <laughs> it's just so horrible looking back, and I thought, wow, that would be wonderful to just put it out there. And how embarrassing to have to show it. But what a if if only we could all do that and put it all out there and. Uh, and really see what life is really like. I don't know, I only lived until I was twenty. You say you died, at, you stopped growing at thirty-six. Well, I stopped growing at twenty. Twenty was when I found Buddhism and I haven't grown since. I'm still... My life ended at twenty. I, I didn't live after twenty. I'm not alive anymore. I'm. I'm it's, that's not exactly true. But Noah, the person who I was, is is gone. I'm now just like a pen as one monk told me, one monk said it I'm a tool I'm something that is used or that is is you know, that's not entirely true I practice for myself and cultivate but my life is much much more, not entirely but much more as a um, um, you know like a part of the this tradition that I'm in to spread and to help and to and so on. So, point being, the only experiences I have are up until nineteen years old, twenty years old, and nineteen was a horrible time for other reasons. And what I really wanted to write down was all my romantic involvement because it's so funny if you if mm. you, if you, if you could, it's just ridiculous. But but so, but so market,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean no, really, my anyway, whatever. Uh,
0: all
1: those escapades I mean it's all I had. I never had a more <laughs> serious relationship, so for me, that was what love was when i was at, when I was nineteen, I went through a ridiculous experience or several ridiculous experiences mm-hmm. that just made me say you know i have told this before, I think I was in love with 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 a woman, and then suddenly I was in love with her b- best friend or kind of oh. It was weird. Suddenly, I was together with her best friend, but still in love with the other one, and so didn't know which one to choose. Called up, <laughs> called up the first one, and got her roommate, and started flirting with her roommate. And and at that point, I just said, "This is this is absurd."
0: No, <laughs> Oh,
1: it was absurd. So and and it you know it it, it made me realize this isn't. Certainly something that you could call love in, in, the, in the sense that I understood it even then This is a fire This is my mind going crazy And, you know, seeking out sensual pleasure That's really all it was And it
0: just was your hormones kicking Yeah, in. yeah.
1: so it's, it's, it's disgust It's disgusting And so um, The only point I had with that was that It was a horrible time and uh, all the years leading up to 19 were a horrible time. 20 was actually, even before I, I got into Buddhism, when I dropped out of university, that's what did it for me. You know, suddenly life began. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I, even when I went to Thailand for the first time, what did I do? I sat around watching the Godfather movies in, my, in, my, in Thailand, in Bangkok. That's what I did in Bangkok. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know why I was there. I didn't know what I was looking for. Bought a couple of Zen books because that's what I was looking for. Tried to meditate, failed miserably. Um, but but it changed. It was it was different at that point. So certainly I agree that in your specific situation, it's a horrible coming out at, coming out of puberty, uh, puberty. Yeah, puberty, isn't it? And that whole experience up until you're I don't know, I guess 17, 18, but for me it was all the way to 20 when I dropped out of university and, and uh, started my life.
0: <laughs> well, you're talking about writing your life stories, of course, at my age, either um, fortunately or unfortunately, whichever the case may be, I was born at a time, of course I was in a rural area, a farming area, I was like seven or eight years old before we had electricity. Wow. So, I mean, I definitely remember doing my homework in the evenings at the kitchen table with a kerosene lamp yeah. on, on the table. We had a, an old battery radio, and the batteries stayed down all the time. We'd order about once a year. We'd have enough money to order new batteries from wow. Sears and Roba wow. for the radio. And we had a cooked. A, a wooden cook stove that mm-hmm. we all cooked, cooked our her meals on. We had a heating stove in the living room that we
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, burned to wood. Mm-hmm. And um, so I mean that that's the, the life that I came up with an outhouse. No no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. We had a water bucket. We went to draw our water and a in a wash pan. Mm. Uh, I mean, that was, that was life, that was a rule, a rule of life, and I, won't, I, don't, I don't, wouldn't want to give those memories up because I think it helps put me in a perspective as to where I am now. Like I said, I was about, I think, close to eight years old before we got electricity. Mm. And of course, we didn't have an ice box. I mean, uh, I can remember putting milk in the water bucket and letting it down in the well wow. to keep it cool in the water because we didn't have an ice box. Um, we had a, ten, a number 10 wash tub that we kept in the basement and the ice man came mm. once a week. and well, we'd get a big chunk of ice sometimes and put that in the wash tub and cover it over with quilts. Mm. We'd go in there and chip, chip yeah. off a piece of that ice. It <laughs> was the only ice that we had. Um, I mean, I and mean, that was life for me for the first eight years of my life and um, so I you know I wouldn't take anything for that but you know things got better hmm. and yes and um, but I, I look around my grandson today and all the, all the gadgets that, <laughs> that kids have in today's society even myself the gadgets that, that I have as well and I think we have come such a long ways to a black and white uh, Mm. 12-inch TV that only got one channel.
1: Mm.
0: You know? And you watched what was on or you didn't watch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah, one thing someone said is it's very much your, your, what you're accustomed to that mm. uh, that uh, determines your suffering. So people who are accustomed to a certain certain state Will be uh, hard hard hit by a change in the in the states that they're most accustomed to. I mean, I it's funny because even I, I had to our house had uh, had an indoor outhouse, an an in house. We had no no indoor plumbing. We had a wood stove, we had a cook stove, all that. Not so long ago. Um, I don't know where that's... Wh- wh- I just thought it was interesting that I kind of can relate. But... Um, yeah. Certainly, don't, I mean, don't give up. Give up, but give up, give up your expectations and start again. Start fresh. Always start fresh. That's very Zen. They always say, beginner mind. So... Always start over. And that's good. That's true, not just for Zen. That's, that's, that's a really good thing to say. Meditation should be about a beginner's mind. Life should be a beginner's mind. Don't continue life. Start fresh. Start a new life. Every moment.
0: That's very cliche, but I think it's true.
1: Anyway.